Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The following program contains names, places, and events that have been anonymized or fictionalized for the purposes of protection and safety. The following program is provided for entertainment purposes only, and any commentary from the hosts are strictly conjecture and should not be held as making any definitive statements about the truth or identity of any particular individuals or circumstances. If you or a loved one are involved in an abusive relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for support. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Hey guys, it's Hannah. Mackenzie's still on vacation, but before this episode, we wanted to respond to some of the comments and questions that we've gotten from last week's story from Dirk, because so many of you have written in with very passionate responses, and we get it, because this was such a heartbreaking story, and there's so much that we want to learn from what happened to him. So I'm going to respond to some of those really quickly. So the first thing, a lot of people are commenting that Dirk should just report fraud. Unfortunately, He cannot do that because the other guy was an authorized user on these accounts. So it would be one thing if he was like stealing Dirk's credit card and using someone else's credit card, but he was on the account. So it's like his own account, you know? No, it's not his money, but uh, so in terms of reporting fraud, that's why Dirk wasn't able to do that. The next thing, a lot of people have commented to freeze his credit. That's what LifeLock does. People have written us about that. So in terms of freezing your credit, he did that. Dirk did that. But you do have to unfreeze your credit if you need any credit. So um, in order to run anything on your credit, like when he had to remortgage his house, like you have to unfreeze it. And for the amount of time that he's getting that loan processed, it's not frozen. So that doesn't totally work. Um, unfortunately, if you can tell, I'm not like a financial whiz. So we're working on getting an expert in on how to protect yourself from this or help yourself. If you unfortunately face something like this, we really want to start talking to people about the stuff that we're learning from these stories and then get the experts in to give us even more 
information and protection. So if any of you are financial advisors or know anyone who's in law or dealt with this, send them our way. But hopefully we can just bring you more and more information so we don't leave these stories scared, but we leave them empowered. Also, shout out to Dirk because we loved hearing his story. As difficult as it was, he's so amazing and sweet. Everyone was like, no, how could this happen to him? It could happen to anybody. But sending you hugs, Dirk. Back to the show. Hello, dating detectives. Welcome to another episode of The Dating Detectives. Hi, Anna. Hey, we are very excited because this is the first recording that we're doing where we get to wear our merch. Yeah, you guys, I'm so excited about the merch. Like, it's really cute. And I have to be honest with you guys. Like, I was not crazy about the dogfish logo, but like, mm-hmm. I think he's he's a little ugly. I'm not going to lie. He's but ugly let me cute. Tell you, he grows on you. <laughs> He's really just like, like our little, little friend. Fella. Yeah, he's like, it's like when you adopt a dog that's like ugly, but in a cute way. And then it that's what makes them cute. You, it kind of sticks on. You can't help it, you guys. You just can't help it. Um, but my favorite one is the, I think I really like the the acid wash pullover hoodie. My favorite that's what you're wearing, wearing right, now. right now. So freaking cute. I love that we got the acid wash instead of just like plain black. It's, it's, it's a vibe. I like it. Which one do you like, Hannah? I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm going to get the pink crew neck that just says Data Detectives. I love a crew neck and it's just Yeah, cute. same. Also, I'm holding up currently my wine cooler, which- I love uh, that. The little, we the little love metal the little wine, wine glasses. I like that. I know that. this is a podcast, but just imagine us wearing really cute clothes. And if you want to see them, go on Dating Detectives. The Dating- Wait, what? Ooh. What's our website? <laughs> dating detect. It's no the it's dating the detectives dating detectives d- podcast. <laughs> Let me. Di- we wait. are stupid. Let me run the that. Back. Dating detectives podcast dot com. The dating detectives podcast dot com dot com. Well, and like go to the so you can go to the merch section and then you can read you can read our bios and you can like do I don't there's a button just go to the website it's so fun and make sure you share it with your friends I'm so excited we have a shout website. out we're to, like all official now shout out to Molly and Elise who built our website okay. dream team shall we get into this is another Mackenzie undercover episode I'm excited for the story of the day yeah so if you guys are new here um the Mackenzie undercover stories are basically just stories that I am telling reliving with you just cases that I've worked regarding any kind of like relationship, scandal, scam, whatever, just kind of some of my experience. So that's what today is. And Hannah never, like Hannah listens to it real time as I tell the story. So her reactions are 100% real. Oh yeah. And I love seeing her face. (laughs) I am like in the dark. Um, I am thrilled to be the voice of the people as we all just, our jaws just drop collectively. That's crazy. Okay. You want to get into it? I want to get into it. Okay. So you guys know that most of my stories start with this wife or this husband called me to do an investigation on so-and-so, right? Well, Mm -hmm. this one was so funny because I get a call and I answer, like my phone rings and I say, hello, this is Mackenzie, you know, whatever the way I answer my phone. And she says, he's done it again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think you got the wrong number. Like, hello. And she's like, no, you're the private investigator, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, you're going to help me nail that motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, I kind of love her energy. (laughs) (laughs) But so, is that bad? Okay, so the minute she, 
Wait, no, well, no, but also yes, because like when you call me and you're like, I'm, you know, when you're talking like that, you're already a liability. Like I'm like, oh, she's a loose cannon. Like I'm so worried true. about this one. So true. So I had to like tread really lightly from the very beginning. Okay. So I'll take you guys on a ride, right? So this lady, her husband gets a sports car. Okay. So he buys a sports car. Now they're in their f- late fifties, early sixties. He gets a sports car and she thinks that this is just something that is an ego boost for him. A maybe midlife, a midlife crisis, crisis car. Crisis. Yeah. But sure, those are her sure. words, not mine. She said midlife crisis. I was just, but I, I was really assuming it in my head, but whatever. You were thinking it. So she thinks, <laughs> she thinks that he is having a midlife crisis. He needs a little boost of ego. And so he wanted to get the sports car. Okay. So she knows that he has picked up sex workers in the past you know, years ago, but she hadn't thought anything about it recently, but she knew this was something that he had done. But during their relationship? Yeah. While they, while they've been together now, they've been married for, you know, 20 years. So she knows that this is something that he's done before, but she didn't think about it because so many years had passed since she had caught him. And so she didn't think about him getting this sports car. She was like, oh, I just need a little ego boost. Sometimes he needs a little, you know, I'd rather him get a sports car than someone a sex worker. Okay. Got it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Okay. So she's like, all right, listen, whatever you need to do, fellow, like whatever floats your boat. Right. So she sees on their credit card statement, an escort service, but it doesn't say escort service, like, because duh, like that would be ridiculous. But she ends up doing research to find out that it's a, you know, she starts monitoring their accounts and seeing this charge. And she gets on the Google machine, looks it up and she's like, that's an escort or whatever. She does her research. Good for her. Right. So she's like, well, if like she wants to confront him about it, but also she's like, at this point, I'm done with that bastard. Like she's, she's over it. Right. So, and there he's loaded. Okay. So she, she knows that if they get divorced, like she's going to get a lot of money. Right. So she gets a keystroke monitor and she puts it on her computer, right? Their computer that they use at home. So she has this keystroke monitor. So she's watching what he's doing on the computer. What's a keystroke monitor? Oh, okay. So it's a program that you can install onto your computer. And when you set it up, it basically, it literally monitors every single keystroke made on the keyboard. So when someone goes to like whatever.com, username and password, it logs it. And so it emails you, it like it saves a a transcript of the keystrokes made. So whenever you go to different websites, it'll show you. So anyways, so she puts on this keystroke monitor, which was their family computer. It's her computer. She can do whatever she wants. So, and she sees that he's still on the websites, right? So she can see that he's on there and she's like, oh, we're, you know, we're going to town now. So now she thinks that she's like, it's like a game for her now. This crazy, like, <laughs> this lady's acting a little crazy. Um, and so one night he said that he had to go to a work dinner, right? So uh-huh. he's, he's, you know, this event, this corporate event, it's a work dinner. He's got to attend. Like he's a big, you know, sales manager or whatever. So she monitors the keystrokes, finds the username and password, finds out that he actually has a date with an escort instead of going to the work dinner. So she follows him to this work dinner in air quotes, right? And this is all before she's called you. Yes, this is before she called me. Okay. So 
She gets this information and she follows this guy and she videotapes him with her cell phone, right? And she says, I, I want to get divorced. Like, I'm going to go. I just, I want a divorce. Like, I'm done, whatever. So she goes to her a, a divorce attorney and says, I want to get divorced, whatever. And she says, I have evidence of this, this, this cheating. So this is, this entitles me to whatever I want from the divorce, whatever. So the attorney looks at it and says, this was illegally obtained. You are not Mm. a licensed private investigator. Like legally, we can't use this in court. Like it's not illegal to obtain it. It's just, we can't use it. It's not, it'll, they'll throw it out, whatever. So he says, you need to hire a licensed private investigator to legally obtain this evidence and then turn that in because now it's like legally obtained. You have to do things the right way. At least here in Florida. You have to catch them in the act by the book. That's interesting. Good to know. Yeah. So you have to, you have to make sure you're doing things right. I think that, I mean, obviously it's up to the judge. Like if she were to bring her video evidence to a judge, he, but he would have grounds to throw it out because it wasn't legally obtained. Right. So might as well cover your bases. Yeah. She's basically stalking him at this point. You know, she's illegally doing this, this, <laughs> this surveillance, whatever. So she can't do her own surveillance when she's trying to file for a divorce. And the attorney says, you need to hire a licensed PI. Okay. So that's when she calls me and I'm here to help. Then like, I'm like a hero, right? So she's like, you got this. Like, we're going to nail this guy, whatever. (laughs) And it also probably, you're probably going into it like, okay, this is a pretty easy case because we already know she already is tracking everything he's doing. Yeah, like, like easy. Like all you have to do like, is get a little footage. All I have to do is put my name on it. That's literally all I got to do is put my yeah. name on it. So he goes to another work dinner, but this time it's an actual work dinner. So I come back and I'm like, there's no escort, you know, whatever. There's nothing going on. Okay. So he has the, he waits about a week and he has another work dinner. Well, she didn't want to hire me because she's like, mm, maybe it's nothing, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. You might want to still like just do surveillance on him. Like I'll just charge you the minimum. Let's just, let's just go see. Because at this point I'm invested in this case. We're nosy. Yeah. We want to know. So when she was like, well, there's no date. I didn't find him that he had scheduled a date, whatever. So I was like, all right, you know, we'll do whatever you want. Well, she calls me back and she's like, okay, I want to, I want to do the surveillance. And I'm like, okay. So I, we go, we do a minimum, just, it's a four hour minimum. Like I don't charge anything more. If you just want to do just the basics, fine. Well, I follow him and he does not go to a work dinner. He does not pick up an escort. He does go and holler if you're from Tampa. He does go to Nebraska Avenue, which is basically a hub for sex workers. So that's basically where sex workers walk the streets. They stand on the corner openly, visibly, like that's where you go. Nebraska Avenue in Tampa, okay? So he, yeah, so he pulls into like, like kind of pulls over in this little driveway on the side of Nebraska Avenue. And this very homely looking woman, like, you know, <laughs> she was looking rough. Like she looked very She'd high. Like she was it. moving. Like she was, she was Aww. moving. Like she was on drugs, and like it was, it was really bad. That worries me. Well, yeah, it's scary, and it's it happens a lot more than we think. But so he picks her up. She gets in this car. Now imagine this this lady getting into this fancy sports car, right? He goes to the parking lot. There's like a McDonald's right there on the corner of like the main stretch, and he go, pulls into the McDonald's parking lot, and they sit in the car 
for 20 minutes. Nobody gets out. Nobody gets in. Like, no windows. Like, no nothing. They're just in the parking lot 20 minutes. I wonder what they could be doing. Right? So, but because the windows were tinted, you can't see inside this car. So, all I'm doing is looking at a car in a McDonald's parking lot. No no law breaking here, right? Like, no no cheating, nothing. But you're also not, you're not catching everything. (laughs) Exactly. So, I can't see, like, what's going on in there. So, and... As a private investigator, like, I can't assume. It is not my job to assume what's... Like, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket surgeon. Like, we all know what's going on. Let's be real. The car is shaking a little bit. (laughs) The car's rocking. (laughs) Don't come and knock it. But so you know what's going on. Well, after 20 minutes, she gets out of the car and she walks away and just walks on down the road. And he's... (laughs) You guys, Hannah's head is like spinning right now. Like, she's like, wait, what? (laughs) So she gets out and just walks away like all willy nilly. Like, you know, what do you do? She got her bag. She sure did. And like I said, that doesn't prove anything, right? Like, what do you do? There's nothing you can't, you can't, you can only assume that doesn't prove literally anything. So I told my client what happened and I said, we need to do more surveillance. Like that's, this doesn't prove anything. Like it, I mean, it looks it, obviously on paper, we know we're you can tell. something. Yeah. yeah. We like, we're not stupid, but you can, you know, we need to do more surveillance. We need to get more like something obvious, right? My client says, you're a damn liar. You're trying to get more money out of me. And I'm like, listen, lady, like I'm, I'm someone who's very, like, I like to connect with people. And so if I'm invested in your case, like I will not sleep until I have a resolution. So it's a, I was trying to help her, like just right. say, hey, you know, we can do more surveillance, whatever. Did you and show she's her like, any of the footage, even though it wasn't definitive? You could Yeah, still of show course her. I did. Like I, so I showed why her would and- she think you're lying? She doesn't, she doesn't think that I'm lying. She thought that because I told her to do more surveillance, because I was telling her this isn't going to be enough. And she was saying, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's going to be enough. Like it'll be enough proof. And I'm like, no, I don't think it will. Like you need to, like you, you really need to see the solid evidence. We can't assume that they did anything in this car. Right. So at this point. Playing patty cake. Yeah. We don't know. So they could have been watching like the sports ball game. I don't know. So, um, listening to the dating detectives. It's one of those podcasts <laughs> yeah. that sometimes you just stick and stay in your car and you can't even go inside. Yes, absolutely. So then she finally gives in and she says, okay, I, I really want to do, I want to do more surveillance. And I'm like, oh, you don't freaking say, all right, well, you know, I wanted to, when I answered the phone, when she called, like, I wanted to be like, mm, who is this? I have new new phone. Who this? I don't know who you are. Like, I, I don't, I'm sorry, but obviously I didn't. So over the next two weeks, we monitored the keystrokes. I, I watched the keystrokes very carefully. I was paying attention to the program and she was all she could talk about was how much money she's going to get from the divorce. And she kept telling me like, if we find this out, then I'll get this much money and blah, blah, blah. Like she's, she's spending this money in her head. Okay. So now she's like, at this point, she's, she's ready to prove that this guy is like being nasty. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I don't know if any of you guys are overthinkers, but I'm a complete overthinker. There are times when I think the absolute worst of things, not sure what to make of it. And I don't know backwards from forward. And I'm just not sure where to go, what to do, what to say. And sometimes it's just my brain getting in its own way. And if you've ever experienced overthinking as much as I do, a great option for you might be better help. Therapy with better help can get you figuring out what's holding you back from thinking more clearly. 
In other words, you can take control over your overthinking brain because let's face it, that can be the absolute worst. When I used BetterHelp, I was experiencing a little bit of an identity situation. I didn't know exactly what was going on. I wanted to feel like myself again, and that overthinking just really wasn't helpful. So I was able to get clarity and just help feel like myself a little bit more. BetterHelp is completely online, so it's really flexible. It's convenient. It works with your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and you get matched to a licensed therapist that would be best qualified to help you, but you're welcome to switch your therapist at any time. It's totally based on your comfort level and they don't charge you for that either. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash TDD today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash TDD for the dating detectives. Get it? So two weeks had gone by and I like, we didn't really catch anything major. I said, tell him you're going out of town. I don't care what it, tell him you're going on a girl's trip to your mama's house to, you know, wherever you want to go. Like you just tell him you're going out of town. You don't ever, you don't actually have to go or actually plan anything. Just tell him you're not going to be in town. So she says, okay. And I said, let's see if he does anything while you're gone, because then he might feel a little bit more comfortable. Now at this point, I'm kind of skating the line of unethical. I'm not going to lie because a lot of people might call this like entrapment in the cop world, but I'm not a cop. So I could do this and it's fine. So it's totally legal, but sometimes I kind of feel like maybe I set him up a little bit, but he wasn't going to do what he already wasn't going to do. So I say, tell him you're going out of town and see what happens. So she, she tells him that she's going out of town. She tells him the weekend that she's going and what happens? He immediately buys a date with an escort on that weekend that she's going to be gone. So like, I kind of feel like, but it, I think everything that's I a, is legal and ethical. If you're concerned about your morals in this, then I can't imagine how he feels. Like he should be, the, <laughs> he's really the one that we should be uh, raising an yeah. eyebrow about. I think you're good, girl. Well, like I always try to do the right thing. Like I always, I pride myself on always doing the right thing. When you always do the right thing, like you never have to lie. You never have to like skate around the, like if you just do the right thing, then yeah. you're, you know, your hands are clean. So anyways, he buys a date for the weekend that she's gone, right? So I go to do surveillance. But of course, like I, I, I tell her like, I'm, I'm going to do the surveillance by myself. You know, I don't need you to be there. Well, she insists, she insists that she knows at least where he is. Okay. And I'm like, well, she's paying me the money. You know, I, I don't like to tell where we're at because I don't want them to interfere with my case, but she insisted. She doesn't listen to literally anything. Like there's nothing there. There's no telling her Jack. Okay. So I follow him to a fancy restaurant in Tampa, kind of a, a hoity-toity, like upper class kind of restaurant here in Tampa. And I'm not updating my client. Like she's a loose cannon. I don't want to give her updates, right? Good. But I'm over here just like minding this guy's business. They go, they do dinner. They have a couple drinks over dinner. Well, then they leave together. Okay. So now I'm follow. I'm like, oh, where are they going? Are they just, are they going home now? Like, bye. Well, then it's, they go to a hotel. 
They go to this hotel in Tampa and they go, there's a rooftop bar at this hotel, right? So like you go in the hotel, it's really fancy. You go to the tippy top, there's like a bar and a pool and it's like- That would be a great place to make out. Go up there (laughs) and make out. (laughs) Yeah. So they are at this rooftop bar at this hotel now, okay? And I wanted to sit kind of close enough where I could kind of hear what they're saying, kind of eavesdrop a little bit. Well, I'm just minding their business, like and trying to enjoy a pretend cocktail and just like enjoying, you know, being a single lady in Tampa, like whatever. Did somebody so, hit on you? No, <laughs> no, of course not. So no, they're not, of course I was, not. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> of course not. Well, I'm glad they didn't because it would have ruined my case. Um, so anyways, they're canoodling and they're like doing the, they're playing footsies and they're, you know, touchy-wutchy and like lovey-dovey and all of this stuff, right? And they're, you know, touching each other's thigh and mm. they are, you know, he brushes her hair behind her ear, like all of this, like really sweet stuff, right? Like she's, she's giving him like the girlfriend experience. Okay. Yeah. She's giving him his money's worth. It sounds like. Yeah. So they go to pay and you can tell, you can tell when someone's like kind of wrapping up, they're kind of gathering their things and like getting ready to pay the tab or whatever. Well, she tells the bartender, charge it to my room. So I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Now this is this is great evidence, right? So I'm thinking she gives the bartender the room number, like charge it to my room, gives, gives the room number. So I'm thinking I'm gonna get ahead of this game, right? So I'm gonna go and be in the hallway and get video of them entering the room together and yeah. bingo, bango. Like that's, you know what that's I mean? Like that's clear. a little bit more. Yeah, so I mean, obviously you can't like witness the penetration because ew, but like, you know what I mean? Like it's, if it doesn't take a rocket surgeon. So I decide that I'm going to go up to the room and wait for them so I can get this evidence and nail this motherfucker like she asked, right? Uh-huh. Well, my client <laughs> comes busting in this rooftop bar like the damn no! Kool-Aid man. Yes, she comes busting into this bar and she sees her husband with the escort, right? Uh-huh. And she start and she's just yelling. No, you can't tell what she's saying. She's just yelling and screaming and pointing. She's Bits on the escort, oh, which, by the no. way, if you guys don't know, spitting on someone is like assault or like simple battery or something like it's an arrestable offense. It's right? no good. It's not good. <laughs> no, no, like don't do that. So someone calls the cops. I don't know who. Call- I'm sure it's like the bartender or somebody called the cops because she is like literally she's- flying off her rocker. <laughs> she's flying off the handle. Okay. So someone calls the cops. The cops come up. She get my client gets arrested. Because like she, because she assaulted defense, someone, right? Yeah, so because she assaulted someone, so I'm videotaping this whole thing. I'm just sitting back quietly. I don't have to say nothing. I don't have no. to admit to anything. I'm bound by chapter four nine three. I don't even have to tell the cops what I'm doing. Like I am completely bound by this. I don't have to say nothing, right? And she did. She see you? She didn't see you? No, they no. She saw me. She saw me there. She, I was right there. I'm surprised she didn't say something about you. She was too busy yeah, I'm, seeing no, red. Thank God she didn't. <laughs> yeah, Bless. she was blinded. She yeah, she was so focused on this guy. So she's yelling and she's she's getting arrested. Like her her strap of her tank top is all like uh, undone. Like this is like an episode of Cops. Like right. Like I was yes. Like, like this is wild. Like she's out of control. Right. And she's she's losing her mind. Whatever. So she goes to jail. Well, because. <sighs> 
they filed charges. Now she learns the identity of the escort, like the personal identity of the escort because they filed charges. So she was able to prove that she was an escort. She eventually, when they went to court, you know, she was able to prove all of that. Sure. But she, because they filed charges, she was able to find the identity of the escort and she blasted her all over the social media. Now, these are people that they have not a huge like following or whatever, but they have a lot of friends. Like these are like kind of wealthy people and, you know, that kind of, that kind of crowd. I don't like that at all. Cause this what? woman, the, cause the woman that was the escort isn't like, it's the husband that she should be. She shouldn't be targeting this woman. The woman's just doing her job and doesn't know the deal with the husband. Like, I don't love that. But well, I mean, listen, you, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I'm just saying like, if you're going to, if you're going to be an escort and you want to be kept private, don't yeah. charge this person with That's, a crime knowing that that becomes public record and now your name is public. And that person's a loose cannon. I'm just saying, I don't think it's right that she did that, that she blasted her all over social media. It's like, it's like the whole thing. That happens so much. Like people yeah. get the, the wife or the husband or whoever, they get so mad and they'll, they'll do that. They will, they will blast them all over social media because I, I think a lot of it is like they want them to feel as humiliated as they feel. Right. When it's like, take it out on the person that married you and cheated on you. Well, yeah, of course. She blasted him also. Good. And she got him, he was forced to resign from his job, but she didn't do it until after she got the divorce and got the money from the divorce. So she just blasted the sex worker, got her, put her name out and everything. And she, the sex worker had no recourse because the client had legally obtained proof that you know, of what she was doing. And she had the receipts and she had the the message requests and everything that she got legally, she was able to use that to prove. So the, she couldn't say it was slander. Like it was true. She had all the true. proof. Right. All she was doing was just sharing that information. She wasn't like doing anything legally towards the sex worker. I guess, I don't know what the sex working laws are in this state. I don't want to speak any negativity towards sex workers. Like that's not something that I want to do. But I do feel like, because it is such an industry that is controversial, it's kind of like if you're going to do that kind of work, you can probably expect there might be some backlash in in some way. And it's just a risk, you know, that you take. But she yeah. did. She blasted her on social media around her community and just posted her picture like crazy and was saying, she's a sex or she's a hooker. Like, obviously, she was using like derogatory terms about, you know, sex workers or whatever. Yeah, this woman was was ready to let loose. She was... Anybody standing in her way sounds like she would have just punched him in the face. <laughs> but she did. But my client did get the car in the divorce. She got half of everything. She got the car because the way they financed it or whatever. So she got the car. Yeah, this guy sucks, obviously. Yeah. So like she got the the asset. I don't remember how yeah. it went, the, what they had already earned. But then she got him fired because she's like, I'm not going to get anything <laughs> else from him. So they, they made him ultimately resign from his job. And I think that like it, it's really interesting because I think that like as a private investigator, it's my job to get to the truth, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes like the truth is hard to receive, 
But I feel like if you're going to be someone who is seeking the truth, like you need to also be prepared to accept the truth. Like, and she already knew, like he had already done this. She just wanted to prove it for the divorce, right? So that she could get the money. So then I don't understand why she would even like barge in to like, yeah, unless almost, she just wanted to ruin his night, which she did. And so, you know, mission accomplished, I guess. Yeah. She wanted to have her movie moment, which, Hey, I, I get it. Attentions were high. Emotions were high, but also if you're going to call a private investigator, let the, private investigator do their job. Yes. PSA. If you hire a PI, please leave me the hell alone while I'm working on your case. Because you're paying for it. (laughs) Right. But she was able to use, did it matter? Like any of your footage? Did that come in? I guess because she got, she didn't need your footage because she proved it. I don't think everything alone would have helped, but everything combined, I think is probably what really, you know, got her what she wanted or whatever. But because I think a a lot of those things could have probably been thrown out or whatever. If she, you know, if she acted violently, maybe they would throw that out because of, you know, her arrest or whatever. I was going to say she could have ruined it. She could have ruined everything. But the keystroke monitor is one thing that, Obviously, she was using it to try and catch him cheating on her. But also, I think that it's important that we note that if you are dating or you're married to someone that's like a narcissist or someone that's controlling or abusive, it's also something they might use to yeah. track you or monitor you. So make sure that you're, you know, just monitoring what apps you have on your devices and, you know, what's downloaded. Just kind of keep track of that stuff because that's something that... <sighs> The control freaks, I guess, might really use to, you know, help their abuse. Is there a way to find out if that's on a computer? Like, if you don't know? Um, there is a way. I, I know that whenever you download the app or when you download the program, it hides. So you have to find the hidden folder. But it's not like you can't like click on the downloads folder and it's there. It's in some kind of special like hidden folder. Like you have to click the calendar button twice and the the whatever like and there's some kind of special like whatever you have to open it so that no one can see that it's on your computer but there is a way to track it I just don't know how like you you, but if you contact like a techie or something it's not untraceable I mean I'm sure if you look up the names of these programs and like started typing in the different names of the programs to your search. The one she used was called Keystroke Monitor. Oh. <laughs> like, and she downloaded it. Not she to the most creative, it. but we love yeah, that. Definitely not. But this was years ago too. So I'm sure they've upgraded since then. Yeah, but, I don't know. But it was really, but it was really interesting. Like it showed like where you type in stuff. Like it, it showed like URL and then it would show what they typed into the search bar and it would show like username and it would show, it didn't show... Like the screen, it just showed what, what each was typed in. block was requesting. And then it showed like, so you knew what, what was being typed put it in. Together. And it showed every time there was a backspace, every time there was a space bar, it would literally key by key tell you. It would say like ABC, space, backspace, CB or whatever. And it would just tell you literally every single keystroke. Yikes. That is an intro. I've never thought about that. I didn't even really know. I mean, I knew that was possible. I just didn't really like know that keystroke monitor... I don't know, was a thing that was so easy to obtain. And, yeah, and I, think, I think it's good to know. <laughs> do you remember episode, was it episode five and six with Kyle? And Kyle was, mm-hmm. he knew every time she said she talked about anything. But that was like her phone. Can you do it on a phone too? 
Yes, that's what I was going to say. It was that I think that there are programs, and actually, you guys, I I don't want to spill any guts or I don't want to ruin anything. No spoilers. Um, but we may or may not have a guest in the near future who talks a little bit about her experience with that. And I think that there's there are programs that you can put on someone's phone where you can monitor them, and it's not it's not cool. So if you think you're in a relationship like that and you want to go get safe, get all, throw the whole last phone away. Oh my God. Well, so as not to cause panic, I'm, I think maybe I'm going to look into this a little bit more. So maybe next episode or something we can, in our outro, we can talk uh, any updates on how to f- detect it on your own phone or how, like where to go. I'm sure if you go to like, we need to get a, a tech techie. Place, who, who we need a techie, stuff? honestly, because yeah, if you want to be on the show and you're a techie, hit us up. Let us know. I don't want people to walk away from this being like, oh my God, I have to throw away my phone because one time my boyfriend went on to like look at my Instagram for something and and maybe he, like, first of all, trust your femme tuition. You know, a lot of us have wonderful partners who we can trust. But second of all, you know, it's good. Trust, but verify. It's good to look into things and be aware of what could happen, but that does not mean everything is happening to you. Oh, it's a, it's a crazy world out there. But just be cautious. <laughs> but if there's, if you're, if you're in a situation where you kind of feel your femme tuition kind of tingling a little bit and you're like, oh, he did have my phone recently. Maybe just kind of, you know, take it to the Verizon guy or get an up, go upgrade your phone or just something. I don't know. You don't have like, trust your gut, but it is something that's possible. So I think that it's, it can be really dangerous, but it's, I mean, that's how she caught it. She used it to help her catch him. Yeah. Um, and Which I don't is think another she, thing. To be honest, I don't think that I, without knowing what nights he was going to go, because remember, he did do a dinner one night where he actually went to dinner. And so there would have been no way for us to know without the keystroke monitor exactly what nights to do surveillance. And sometimes you don't know when to do the surveillance. You know it's happening, but you don't know when. And sometimes you just have to pinpoint, okay, maybe Saturday night we'll do a surveillance, but it could have been Friday. You never know. And so the keystroke monitor helped us to pin down when he was going. Yeah. I'm curious what our audience thinks about a lot of the steps in the story, like, do you think she should have used that and was totally, I think, you know, it's her own computer and he's wronging her. Like she's trying to get information, but I'm curious what people think. I'm also curious what people think about barging into the scene to catch your cheater dogfish in action and spinning on the girl. Like, what do you guys think? Is Like, that's the worst insult too, right? Like getting, like spitting on someone is disgusting. Disgusting. Like I know. I'm such a big, I'm just so all about like it's when somebody cheats on somebody with another woman. Obviously, there are times where women are more have more information than and sometimes they don't. But I'm just like, why are we like we should put our energy towards the awful, in this case, man who's doing it? And we gotta stick together, girlies. But I get it. Sometimes you're like, fuck that girl too. It's tough out there. Yeah, well, that's because that's the reason for it. We associate that other woman with the reason for our pain and the reason for our humiliation. And so we immediately hate her. Like She's the one coming in between us. But you're absolutely right. Like, I think a lot of people want to hate on the other woman, but it's like, "Ah, he's kind of, you know, he's involved. But she did. She did the smart thing, though, and waited to nail his ass to the cross until she got the money. money. No, I am. (laughs) She was like, I got got the money now. Um, but I'm very I, glad. I'm glad that this time she left because before when she caught him, it was like, mm, whatever, 
you know, they talked about it, whatever. But now like, it's like, you know, what was your, like the first, what was your first clue? Like the first time should have been enough, but it's fine. Like everybody mm. stays, you know, for whatever People, they yeah, figure it out. Hopefully he wasn't, you know, who knows how many times he was messing around throughout their long marriage, but I'm glad that she is but I hopefully- just, Can you imagine like how many sex workers or just women in general? The reason that I was describing the alleged sex worker on Nebraska Avenue, and I was describing her as looking very homely- Think about if she is someone who's acting like she's on drugs, how many needles is she sharing? What diseases does Mm -hmm. she have? What diseases is she giving to him if they're not just in the car watching a sports ball game? And what is he bringing home? That's my biggest, I think for me, there's many reasons why I would not cheat, like being a good person. But one of them is that (laughs) I don't think- being a nice person. I don't think I could live with that paranoia of like, what if I got a disease? Like I- Yeah. That's like- I know that obviously I'm sure, I mean, who knows? I just don't like, I I don't have words. It's just annoying and it's stressful. And I am, it's so stressful. Like, can you I worry too much to be a cheater. Like, I'm a, uh uh, I'm a full time job. My husband's a full time. No, like, I can't, I can never stress about that. We've had enough stress (laughs) in our lives. I'm going to go gray too soon if I start cheating on people. Like, I just don't, I don't have the stomach for it. Yeah. But that's why these dogfish are so interesting because their brains work differently. Yeah. And also, you guys just know that like these stories are not to, I feel like, so our listeners, you might be the husband who has picked up sex workers. You might be the wife who has lost her mind over it or stayed or trying to get money in the divorce. You might be the sex worker on Nebraska Avenue. You might be the escort. You might be any of those people. And I want you guys to know that these stories that I tell are just factual stories. Like it's just the facts of what happened. My opinion is not important as a private investigator at all ever. So like whenever I work a case, my opinion does not matter. When I testify against it, when I testify to it on the stand, my opinion doesn't matter. It's all just facts. That's why we like to hear from people in all aspects of these situations. We want to know more about like, you know, every aspect, not just from the, you know, this woman scorned. Like we want to hear from everybody. It's, it's, I think the podcast, obviously having a podcast implies that you have points of view, but it's also just because these stories bring so many people together, make you think about other perspectives. So yes, sometimes we share our opinions, but we're always open to like understanding and empathizing with the different perspectives because that's what helps us grow. You're absolutely right. And I would personally love to hear from a sex worker if you are a sex worker in any way. And that's something you want to share with us. Like you don't, we don't have to know who you are. Like you can be anonymous and we can change your voice, whatever. I would love to hear about how you deal with like the why for, you know, whatever the situation is like and share maybe some stories with us. We we would love to hear it. Not to, not to yeah. blast you. We just want facts. Like we just want information. Like we just you know, we support you either way. We don't care what you do with your life. I mean, sex work is work. We respect it and it's a job. So, I mean, a lot of times you could just be doing your job and what's going on at that person's home is really not, not your business. Kind of similar to Mackenzie being a PI. Like it's just an interesting conversation. I'm very curious. I love it. Let's get some more people on this pod. We've got some exciting guests, I think, coming up that we won't spoil, but some some different types of experts that will help us weigh in on many of the questions you've asked us. 
I'm so excited about that. You guys, make sure you keep listening because these these episodes are getting really good. I got to be honest with you. The guests are amazing. And we're really grateful for, like when you guys share your stories with us, no matter what role you play in the story, I just think it's important to share all aspects of these stories because all we hear is the, you know, the woman scorned or the man scorned. Like, let's hear from everybody else. Like, what Amen, were, you, were you the one that he was cheating with? Like, we want to hear from you. And we've all made mistakes. I certainly have. I haven't always mm-hmm. been. We're all the villain in somebody's story. <laughs> we have been talking about like doing holiday stories. Share with us your holiday stories. So Thanksgiving, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah. What else? What else is there? Hannah? New Year's. Yeah. New Year. Like anything that revolves around the holidays. <laughs> like we we want to tell some holiday theme stories just, you know, because the, the because, yeah, it's time of year. It's, it's the season. So send us your stories for any like holiday situations. You I have. love like, it. We want to talk about holiday those. thieves. Thank you for including Hanukkah. I, I love the idea of there being like a Hanukkah swindler. <laughs> There's no a Hanukkah swindler. Oh, that would be a great title for an episode. If you're if you're a Hanukkah swindler, like we need to hear from you. A but it, also, swindler. like I said, if no matter like what role you played in the situation ship, like we need to hear from you and just know that this is a safe place to talk. Like no matter what role you played in any situation, we just want to we just want to hear the facts. That's all. Yes. Make sure that you send us your stories. It, I think a lot of people think we need like crazy stories. They don't have to be crazy, you guys. We just want to hear from you and share your story. Um, so make sure you email us at investigate at datingdetectivepod.com. Or DM us, Dating Detectives Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and we have a website now. So you can also yes. reach out to us there. The Dating Detectives Podcast.com. And you can buy merch. Everybody can go buy merch. Mm, It'll be so mm. fun. I'm so excited. You look I can't so wait to get pretty. Mine. Oh my God. I hope people wear merch out in the wild and then see somebody else wearing the merch in the wild. Like, oh my God. You listen to the Dating Detectives too. Yeah. It'll That's going to be so fun. Like, I'm really excited for that to see like our community come together. Like, that's going to be so cool. Like, that, I just think I'm really excited for that. My favorite part is the connection, like with our community. I just, I really love that so much. I do too. We're all coming together over crazy shared stories. I just, I flashed back to the story of her coming into the rooftop bar. I realized it's like, feels like the Real Housewives. Like she should go on the Real Housewives of Tampa. Yes. uh, 100%. How how do we get, now she has all the money. (laughs) If if they make a Real Housewives of Tampa, we have somebody to pitch to Andy Don't they have? Have any housewives been through something that is dating detectives appropriate? Because I would love to talk to a housewife. And if anybody's a Real oh, Housewife fan, awesome. let us know which Real Housewife you think would like align with our brand because... Yes. <laughs> come on. We But make sure it's not scripted. Not the scripted part. Like we want the, no, the real we want stuff. the real deal. We want the drama. All of it. Send it, send it our way. Well, Mackenzie, thank you for telling me this story. That was wild. I'm sorry that you didn't get to do your job, but you got, you got to see a show. Listen, you do what you got to do. And these... That's not the first time that's happened. It happens sometimes, but what do you do? (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, I can't wait for another story very soon. We love you guys. And as always, trust your femtuition. Bye, Mackenzie. Bye.
Mm-hmm.